Hello, and welcome to the WNS Business Insights Podcast Series. This podcast series brings you the latest trends and concepts in your industry and in the field of outsourcing so that you can make your outsourcing programs even more successful. I'm Jessica Reinelt, your host for this podcast with Daniel Wallenberg, Head of Global Transformation Practice at WNS, a leading global business process outsourcing company. Daniel has a unique perspective on outsourcing with over 20 years of experience in both the ITO and BPO markets, along with a perspective as both a seller and buyer of services. In today's episode, we will discuss with Daniel his point of view regarding which clients can accelerate realization of procure-to-pay transformation and why it is important to start now. Hi, Daniel. Welcome to WNS Business Insights Podcast Series. Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Daniel, you have often stated that the characteristics of the organization suggest the type of procure-to-pay solution the company should adopt. Can you explain why you say that? Absolutely, Jessica. What we mean by that is the type and characteristics of the organization, specifically whether they are a mid-market organization or a multinational, differ, and hence the actual P2P outsourcing opportunities differ as well. For example, in a multinational, typically you're looking at several different types of opportunities geared towards operational improvements, as well as spend and spend analytics, as well as compliance and uh, adherence to the structures. In a mid-tier client, what you're primarily looking at is less operational intensiveness and definitely geared towards uh, more the spend and the categorization of that spend and going after that higher level value within the organization. Given the heavy focus on cost reductions in these trying economic times, what do you believe is the best approach for addressing procure-to-pay, and how does the company actually realize the benefits in a quick but controlled fashion? That's a very good question, Jessica, Um, and I'll start with one demographic versus the other. From a multinational standpoint, typically you're looking at uh, four discrete areas. You're looking at gap areas. Typically, they're going to have significant investments around transaction-based platforms. You're looking for enablement solutions such as image, workflow, and case management that really support that overarching process flow. You're looking for control solutions that provide visibility across the operational and the financial aspects of those platforms. And you're looking for analytics that drive the operational changes as well as the higher value. For example, we're working right now with a firm that has actually five different ERP systems plus an ancillary of close to 15 different systems that support procure-to-pay. In addition, they are in 40 countries, and they have up to uh, four different operating companies. So as you can imagine, you end up with a very complex opportunity to leverage the gaps in between these platforms as well as address the the specific workflows versus the traditional process trying to collapse these into a common platform. The tendency there is to front-end or load the capital expenditures while reclaiming the benefits on the back end. And unfortunately, that really doesn't pay very well for clients from a uh, given today's economic times. Wouldn't additional spending on procure-to-pay be contradictory to the goal of cost reduction? How would you recommend companies execute a procure-to-pay solution when the end goal is to reduce capital expenditures? I think that's a very good question, Jessica, and uh, we hear that quite a bit from our clients. 
first and foremost, if the focus is on more the traditional approach of collapsing process, uh, operating models, as well as systems, the capital expenditures is on the front end of that, and the benefit is on the back end, typically a multi-year roadmap. Our recommendation tends to be to focus on a holistic view of the roadmap with pointed solutions in an incremental fashion. Uh, what we mean by that is look at those areas that we definitely have defined as gaps, specifically geared towards high-touch transactions into low-touch exception processes. Uh, so effectively, the spend when you're implementing these point solutions tends to be in alignment with the benefit that is realized. The, the third thing is while you're doing that, you can actually look at analytics and concurrence with that that allows you to get a, a, a significant or an exponential payback as you're deploying uh, the operational improvements within your shop. Why should companies invest in procure-to-pay solutions now? Why not just lock down the hatches and ride out the storm? Well, Jessica, that's a very good question. The opportunity and risk exposure has never been higher than they are today. Um, with the economic pressures and the, and the cost pressures for some organizations, the exposure within the executive ranks and the support within those is very high right now. Uh, the opportunity to focus on something that's more inward in nature versus growth-based is a high regard with the executive ranks. So you have internal support externally, the suppliers have never been more open to uh, unique aspects around the structuring of the relationship. Uh, and you can shift this pretty quickly to a business outcome-based option. So the suppliers are more conducive to this. Case in point would be the automakers right now in North America. Uh, they've never had more opportunity to work with the suppliers to negotiate better relationships and better structures um, from a procure-to-pay standpoint. Last would be uh, the maturity of the market space around the, the providers of business process outsourcing, similar to WNS, have really matured the way in which they can come to market and provide an end-to-end solution, not only from uh, the operational aspects and the improvement of those operations, but also from an analytics and a capability to um, leverage spend and risk analysis. So the reality is you have this window of opportunity, primarily pressure from the cost and economic factors, uh, that over time will start to close again as the economic situation improves. Well, thank you, Daniel, for an insightful conversation. I am sure we'll be hearing a lot about outsourcing and a procure-to-pay transformation in the future. For more information on how procure-to-pay transformation or other business insights on how you can improve your business performance, visit us at WNS.com. <laughs>